shady aftermath. We in the club all the time. It's a problem. Pop off. Don't try to act like you don't know who we be, neither. <laughs> What's up, everybody? Back at you. We call it soccer. That's Michael. I'm Walker. How you doing today? Good. How are you? I'm fantastic. I'm, I'm absolutely fantastic. It was a wild weekend of games. It was. You know? it, it really was. was. Everybody was drunk. It was crazy. Yeah, it was crazy. It was, yeah. No, you probably wanted to be after uh, after that that United result. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Great, great start to the weekend. Yeah. Great start to the weekend. Um, I think who had the best start to the weekend though might have been Ben Foster and anybody else who had uh, Mo Salah, including myself, captained in fantasy Premier League. Absolutely uh, dominated. I mean. You know, Mane probably was the guy to really have the captain, but Sally has been on fire. 5-0, Liverpool beats Watford. Um, absolute shithousing. I, it was bad. It was worse than I thought it would be, you know? New manager sacked for no reason, but they looked extra discombobulated because it wasn't, you know, Liverpool played well, but Watford also played very bad. They're stupid mistakes. Yeah, yeah they, they didn't look like they wanted to be there. Um, just lazy. I think maybe a little bit of a hangover from uh, last time they went out and beat Liverpool. They played, so a little bit of revenge on Liverpool's part. Bobby Firmino showing up just out of nowhere, bagging a quick hattie and calling it a day. Um, Good for him. He needed to score because not many people think he can. Um, So good, good day for Liverpool. Watford, like you said, curious decision to sack the manager when they were literally on pace to have a good season by their standards. Yeah, not good at all. Um, Ranieri's going to, I mean, you know, knowing Watford, if this keeps up, he's going to get sacked too. And then, you know, that would just get him relegated at the end of the day. Um, Bobby still shinned his first goal. So the haters still have something to say. Yeah. Um. Crazy game next was Aston Villa versus Wolverhampton Wanderers, West Midlands Derby, five goal thriller. Um, so the first half you saw you saw it coming. You saw it coming, man. They were just taking advantage of Marcel because you know he could not be bothered to to track back on on Matty Cash. And you know, they're yeah. just going down that side, you know, working into Bundia. Ings had a few chances in the first half. And then in the second half, it paid off. Uh, Danny Ings off a beautiful John McGinn pass, which was worked in from Matty Cash down, you know, Marcel's side. And um, 20 minutes later, Johnny McGinn, you know, similar type of chance created, rebound bounces to him, absolute banger. Uh, probably should have been man of the match if they got the dub, but they absolutely fell apart. The the villains did. Three goals in 15 minutes, all off of set plays, just poor clearances. Um, just it, it was ridiculous. I, I I did not see that coming from Villa. They you know they they deserved the three points until they didn't, and the way they lost this game, it was just it was awful. Yeah, it was. Yeah, you put it perfectly. It was awful. Should never happen. Um, kind of a. Not kind of it was a bad game from uh, Tuan Zebi. He didn't play well at all. As soon as the collapse really began, everything went to shit for him. Um, but on the Wolves side, it was kind of until the 
the big comeback. It was kind of the same old story. They were missing big chances. Um, Traore missed another big chance. Oh, so shot. Shot it right at Emmy. It was it was terrible. After an amazing run, yeah. beats like six <laughs> people and then shoots it right at the keeper. It's okay. If you know, like if he had the real life equivalent to like 80 finishing in FIFA, he'd be the best player in the world. Like bar none. But he can't do anything other than dribble. So there's that. Um but yeah, typical Wolves. Good for them to come out and uh, really salvage this game. Ruben Neves, the last goal off a lucky deflection, but put it on cage. He got the goal and they got the three points. So uh, Southampton, I think, need to kind of just forget about this one as quick as they can. And because I think the best way to put this one's an anomaly. Yeah, you take a deuce. You don't look at it. You just You just flush it. And you move on, you move on, and you might lose that next game after that, but you still flush that deuce and you don't look at it because that would yeah. be weird. Um, what wasn't weird, Man City beat Burnley 2-0. Uh, not going to talk about that further. What was weird, Norwich and Brighton drew and Brighton moved up to, where are they? Are they fourth in the table? Yes, they are fourth in the table now ahead of Tottenham on goal difference. After drawing Norwich City, yes, that's correct. Um, Southampton beat Leeds. Uh, I thought Leeds were back. I was wrong. This was one of their worst games of the season. After they had one of the best games of the season, they looked just not like so Leeds are back. Leeds are no. back. The streakiest team I mean, ever. They, they can beat the world champs one day and then the next game lose to Southampton. See, I don't no. see the first part anymore. Like I just think they're bad now. And on my European shout, um, it was a drunk man shouting at a police officer after you had too many to drink. It was not a good shout, and I'm, I'm, I'm done with them. They're not getting relegated though. But this all this Europe talk, their owner needs to slow down. I need to slow down. We all need to slow down. I don't know. Brighton are in a Champions League spot, so I'll keep a, I'll keep pushing ahead. They're gonna. They, they can't sustain this. Eight goals, four, five against. This is in fourth place. After, it's called efficiency. What, eight games. They, yeah, they're yeah. averaging a goal game and somehow in fourth. No, this is not sustainable for them, especially when Josh Sargent should have won them the game, but Norwich the game. Oh my god! Roller. We should talk about that. How? He, I don't, I don't want to talk about it. Why? I mean, is he even a U.S. striker option anymore? No, I don't think he deserves to be. Um, it should have been Jer- Jordy Pifok. Yeah. And I think in, uh, Jazzy Zarda does more things well than Josh Sargent. I'll, I'll say that. Maybe not at as high a level, but when, when he's worn the shirt, though, when he's worn the shirt, you know, forget all this MLS versus Premier League crap. When they're in the red, white, and blue, Zardes has shown me more than Josh Sargent. They both miss chances. They, they share that. But Jazzy has a nice touch. They both work hard, and Giazzi, I think, is a better a passer. Senior citizen, though. Yeah, whatever. Um, I'll take out the door over either of them, to be honest, if he can get back <laughs> on the pitch. Um, now we got to talk about it. 4-2, Leicester City versus Man United. Um, similar collapse to, to Villa. Almost worse, to be honest, because 
of the gap Definitely in worse. in level of club, you know, Villa and Wolves, you know, they're all they're both, you know, historic Premier League clubs, you know. Leicester versus United though. Like this is Man United. When you when you equalize, you don't just give it up in a minute. It was that's generous. Absolutely terrible. It was terrible. But um what was your thoughts as a United fan? Um I don't know. I don't know. Is at first off, it started off amazing. That was the highest of highs after Greenwood hit a worldie. So that was cool. And that was about it for all the cool stuff, to be honest. Because then Harry Maguire decided to remember that he used to play for Leicester and then forgot that he currently plays for United. So all four goals are literally his fault. Like, it's insane. Like, if Harry Maguire wasn't playing, I can genuinely say with an absurd amount of confidence, we win this game. So that's his fault. $80 million for nothing. Good to see Rashford back and score. That's cool. But uh, Ollie, Ollie's coming to the end of the road uh, in terms of support from fans. Not from the board, but uh, he's, he's got to figure it out quick before uh, before there's nothing left to figure out. Harry Maguire, Harry Maguire, we don't need you. We've got Sinyunchu. Your head's fucking massive. That was that. That was my favorite part of the game, to be honest. Like the the Leicester fans, oh, no, bro. Yeah, they it. are they're ins- they're dope. Just love it. Absolutely they, love it. They should take him back for free. Just they don't want them. Who does? Yeah, nope, not not you guys with the Conde rumors. Apparently, um, not anybody. So, I mean, they don't need him. They've got Sunyon Chu and Amarty and Johnny Evans. Ah, Johnny Evans. So, yeah, no, that was absolutely terrible. Vardy was tearing y'all up. You know, he just outpaced Maguire all day. Yeah, Pats and Daka did more of the same. The worst goal was um, was Sunyon Chu scored the one? Was that the one where um, or was Vardy's the one where where Maguire got stained? From the set piece. That was Tielemans. That was, that was Tielemans. Te- oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That, okay. The banger. It was a really nice goal. Good on Tielemans. Cool. But Maguire, what? It- I'm glad you guys can see what I do now. But this was him. This was him as the ball was coming from this way. And he's just sitting there pointing like. And I saw people have the audacity to blame De Gea on that. You know how ridiculous that is? I'm it just. Ridiculous! Absolutely, uh, I, 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 I don't want to go on a rant because it'll be a long one and it'll be aimed at Harry Maguire for most of it. So, just ridiculous. But it was a good goal by Tillemans. <sighs> so I'm sorry for any background noise. Um, my dad's currently lecturing Archer about a second shower a day. I don't know what that's about. Let the the kid bathe. He stinks. (laughs) He's a teenager. He fucking smells. This is ridiculous. Um, Okay. I completely like that just took me off track. So yeah, United, Ali out. I got to explain it a little bit. Yes, Ali out Mm -hmm. solely. I want him to turn this around. I want him to win a trophy United because he like, I want him to, but. He's, I don't. He's not the guy to do it. But not I so guy. badly want it to be him. 
But I can't I think, let that emotion get in the way anymore. He's not good enough. I think all the United fans feel that way. They feel the same way as you. They want him to succeed so bad, but you can't. And the thing is, like, if you were to replace him with, you know, a manager who's, you know, if it's not a world-class manager, like, you're going to need to spend the money on the six either way. So, Well, they should either, even if it's, like, either way, Alex Ferguson they should. again. They need, to, they need to bring in a real six. I'm pretty sure Carrick can fucking put on a shirt and shorts and go out there and do a better job than whoever's there. He passed a physical. on. They did it on YouTube. He passed it, so he's he's fit. He's match ready. We get Fred back next week, so. Ooh, there we Watch. go. We're going to we get go. result at Liverpool because Fred will start. Wow. That's, that is a bold prediction. Um, it could happen, though. There have been weirder things happening, you know. Brentford, for example, they they tied Liverpool. They beat Arsenal. They they might fuck around and beat you guys when they play them. I could definitely see that happening. There. Oh, it, no, it's conclusion. It's gonna happen. Okay, I I agree. I think they're gonna get one win against United. So just bet it both times. You'll make your money. Um, but Brentford versus Chelsea. They should have beat Chelsea. It was crazy. They took it to them the whole end of the game. If y'all have those. Those apps, who scored, sofa scored, where score, how you score. Um, they show you, you know, the frequency and quote unquote threat of attack by like little bar graphs. And, you know, the higher the bar is, the more threatening supposedly the attack. And the end of the game is just like all Brentford to the max. Like it was crazy. And that is well represented. But what actually happened, they're just ripping shot after shot after shot. It was like watching a Man City game. Like, I didn't, it, it was crazy what was happening because. This is Brentford, and you know, given they're at home, but how are they controlling the ball like that against Chelsea? You know, Mendy. You know, they gotta thank them for that for those one for those three points. Brentford could have stole all three. Definitely should have got one though. Yeah, I agree. Uh, It was Mendy versus Brentford in this one, and uh, you know, he ended up winning. Um, Good for him. And kind of a question about Mendy: Do you think? He deserves more chatter in the Ballon d'Or race. Absolutely not. Keepers should not win the Ballon d'Or because they're not actual football players. They're they're goalkeepers. Uh, uh, Ederson's an actual football player. No, he's not. He's he can pass better than half of the midfielders on. There's a whole sect of people that argue that these people aren't even people. They're just soulless sociopaths who enjoy pain. (laughs) Yeah. No, um, shout out, but uh, <laughs> it's I Champions League. He broke Champions League records for clean sheets. Uh, the Super Cup. Uh, then he also has this form he's on in the Premier League. He has yeah. a high. Like if people are saying Jorginho and Jorginho was getting a lot of noise, Mendy should be getting more noise than him. Give him the golden glove, man. Like, it's just not, I the, think not the Ballon d'Or. Today, like, no way. Today, not a keeper. If the voting was today. Mm-hmm. Top five. I'm no. putting him top five. Easy. No Probably shot. top three. I'm putting no him third. Mm-hmm. Absolutely not. He's a keeper. He's not easy. Like, he shouldn't even be top 100. They're not people. They don't count. Oliver Kahn do third in like 02 or 03, I think it was. He yeah. And third. Liverpool made the Champions League with Carius, man. Okay. Like, they can. They're not. They don't matter. They, they do, do matter. matter. They, they do matter, matter a lot immensely, and we're going to talk yeah, they, about that when we do things later in the episode. But um, 
no, I, they're, they're not people and they can't be considered for these type of awards. It's against everything that I believe in. And it's terrorist talk, to be honest. The, it's they Diego Simeone. You know who would vote? Diego Simeone would vote for him. Well, he 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 may be a terrorist, but he is a genius, and no one can. Oh. No one. He's smart, but he kills the game. He kills people. Like he's a terrorist. Oh, wow. Osama bin Simeone, and but he's a genius. He's a genius. Uh, so yeah, top three. Football genius. Um, Erling Holland scored in his first game back. Some would call him a football genius as well. Um. Milan stay top of Serie A. They were plus 1,400 to start the year. Now they are top of the league. Everton lost to West Ham at home, got absolutely bossed. It seems like, you know, that that, that makes United's result look even worse because West Ham went to their house and stole three points from them and looked like the better team the whole match. And United couldn't do that. Thoughts, comments, questions, concerns? No, many, many a concern, many mm-hmm. a question, mm-hmm. many a thought, but mm-hmm. zero, no comment. No comment. Okay. Right. Declan Rice, get 100 mil, just call it a day, get him in. No, I think he, no. Okay, comment. He, he no. played great. He played great, though. He was great no? in this game. He's been great this season. Yeah, he's been great all year. That, you know, that's that's dope. That's so good. He'd be, good he would him. fix your issues immediately. No, he wouldn't. Yes, he would I think he, he would. would he's been great. You know what would Fantastic. fix our issues? You know what would fix our issues? Chua many. Chua many Chua. would fix our issues. Chua. Maybe. But he's coming from Lagoon, so like that's a big jump. This guy's oh, doing it man. in the house. He is a big man. You know, he could do it. You know, it, you know, some people can are built for that jump, but you know, it's a big risk. Which right. is not Declan Rice. For hundred million, give me someone for thirty who's young um, by a year. Ooh. Like Serginho Dest. Right wing extraordinaire. It was amazing. Fantastic. He bags the assist, a trio of key passes. Um, If you guys follow. Yeah. (laughs) Not even a question. But if you guys follow TikTok, um, you you guys saw the Monday Masterclass today. Shout out Patrick Vieira, you know, getting the draw. That was fantastic. He should have got the win. It was just, you know, stupidity at the at the end of the game that cost him, but whatever. Young team. Um, I had a whole video planned for Ronald Koeman. It was going to get a lot. I was going to get hate. It's going to get some hate because everybody thinks he's an idiot, but if you got to give Des the keys sometimes and let him cook, you, you got to give the man the keys and let him cook. And you know what? Yeah. He did. He did. Man of the match went to a Memphis Depay, but I disagree. It was Serginho Dest that was making shit happen. And Andrew Fati. Andrew yeah. Fati. You know, if only the U.S. had a coach that would, uh, you know, organize around their best player. Would, would you do a swap deal, Coleman, for Greg right now? Yeah. Yeah. Like, yeah, Lillard is probably maybe right, what people this? on earth who I wouldn't want. Coleman like, for Greg. Okay. But, but, but you have to send Jordy Pfock the other way. Barcelona. Yes, and he becomes a Catalonian citizen. That's fine. Okay. Right. Yeah, I think I do it too. Loophole, Catalan. <laughs> you can play for the Catalonian national team and a FIFA. No, no, that, that yeah, it's, 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 no, no, dude, it's over. I, I win. <laughs> 
right. We're t- all right. You know who's played for the Catalonian national team? Carlos Puyol. Mark Cucurella. Gerard Pique. Cucurella. Mark Cucurella. <laughs> <laughs> uh, a, a myriad of top, top, top level Spanish players. And Jordi Pifak will be the first to represent the U.S. and Catalonia. We should recruit from the Catalans more. Um Bayern and Bayer Leverkusen played one versus two in the Bundesliga. Everybody that wasn't a Bayern fan had their hopes that Bayer could actually maybe do something. And they (laughs) did did nothing. No, they didn't. They (laughs) sat back and let Bayern go at them and they just got bossed off the pitch. It was terrible. Sad to see. But that being said, that being said, Dortmund is only a point behind them. Um, when is when is that game? When is that game? When do they play each other? That game is not next week. Not, not the week, week after that. Nope. Um, not the week after that. Not is, the week after that. It is December 4th, and the oh. first one is in Dortmund. I just scrolled to December 4th. I was this yeah. close. And it it and they're gonna have a week's rest. It's the same week as a Champions League game, but it's before the game, so it's gonna be, you know, full eleven. Hopefully, um, that's gonna be it. That's gonna be it. We're gonna know that day if Dortmund are legit or not. Do you think they're legit? Maybe not they. Do you think Erling Holland is good enough to carry Dortmund through the season? I he's good enough to carry him to second. Like clear second and maybe finish like five points behind Bayern, but when Dortmund lose this game, he can engrave the trophy. He might win the game for them. Like he's better than everybody on their back line. I don't think anybody on their back line can check him whatsoever. I think no, yeah, but it, unless it they takes, just get shit housed, yeah, which is a total possibility. All it takes is one bad apple in Dortmund's team. Especially in the back end to just blow this all up. Their keeper. They have terrible keepers. The Swiss. And Always with the Swiss back. keepers. It's Zagadu may play. Yeah. No, I mean, I, I hope they can get the result, but honestly, who knows? Um that's and then what else happened? Uh Juve beat Jose's Roma. Um like we talked about Arsenal and Crystal Palace. Um, James MacArthur, man of the match, for absolutely just kicking the shit out of Bukayo Saka, knocking him out of the game. He picked up a yellow for it, but um, that was the difference. Oh, yeah. Mikel made the bad move and <laughs> subbing in Sambi Lokanga, which, you know, was supposed to give them more possession. Didn't. Didn't help at all. There was still Swiss cheese in the mid with a CDM on for a winger somehow. But, yeah. Arsenal, Arsenal, disappointing. Palace should have won. I like what they're doing. Yeah. Do you still think they're getting relegated? Um, I don't know. I, I will. I gotta. No, no, no. That's fine. That's fine. I do think uh, I agree with you. They're playing, you know, much better. They're actually like you can see a style. You can see what they're trying to do, and that's half of the battle in the Premier League. Uh, but I don't know. I don't know. Are they really better than the teams below them? I mean, Southampton yes. probably. Definitely. Yes, Southampton, I think. So. I think definitely. I love all their. Uh, they, they have like they have players that in like three four years will probably be at another club because they're yeah, that good. Three four years. But yeah, that's what they're 
yeah, that's better than relegation fodder now, especially if it's pretty much across the board. They have young talent, and then where they don't, they have a vet who has been here and done this for X amount of years that they've been not relegated, however long it's been. It's been it's been a while though. Definitely more than five years. Yeah. Um, I don't think they will, but I'm not like I'm I I could easily, 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 easily see it. But they're trending up. Yeah. Um, they are trending up. You know who else is trending up? Oh uh, no. Gianluca Busio and Venezia. Um oh, yeah. he had a beautiful pass today that led to a goal. First of all, second of all, they got their second dub of the season. So that's amazing. Third of all, he had immense amounts of swag. He's rocking the long sleeve look now. Windy nights are on the sea. Um, Greg, start this man. Start this man. There's no reason. Take Paul Ariola off the pitch. You know, there's no reason to have that. He should be on the field. I don't know who needs to come off, whether it's, you know, Musa or or Weston, whichever. Honestly, I think he's. Still, either either way though, I think he's been playing better than both of them. He's a he's a great dribbler. He shows for ball a ton. You know, you want that out of a midfielder. And this pass today was very silky. Also, when did Ethan Impadu get to Venezia? Yeah, yeah, I saw that. When did that happen? No idea. Love it though. I like him as a player. Um, I like that he cut his hair last year. He looked kind of. You you yeah. liked him better with the that caveman like, kind of look? Yeah, like no offense to him, but that was like his personality, you know. Angry. Yeah, well now I don't know, he went so from playing know, he went from playing center back with Sheffield and getting relegated. Now he's playing a left sided <laughs> eight and he's fifteenth in Serie A. So, you know, who knows? I, I everybody wants him to stay up for, you know, the kits alone. Yeah. Yeah, the kits are clean. Except for the third one. So light blue ones are trash. They look better in person than on FIFA, for sure. And um, but but th- then again, Jan Luca probably can just make anything look good. Very true. And we can't forget about Tanner Tessman. You know he doesn't play much. Yeah, I forget well, about. I'm I'm probably going to forget about him until he becomes if and when he becomes good at at you know the sport itself. I remember it's him, a beast though. He is. He's, like, he's an athletic freak. Yeah, yeah, Clemson football player turned Venezia project. Abo's godson. Um, yeah, but last but not least, save this for a reason. Newcastle versus Tottenham. The Saudi era was kicked off this week, and members of the consortium were in attendance. People had um had 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 uh headdress resembling Mohammed bin Salman. Um, I do not know the actual name for that, so I'm not going to try and make one up. Um, there were protests outside. Some people were very happy with it, um, and it got off to an amazing start. They scored within the first few minutes of the game. Callum Wilson puts away a beautiful cross, and who knows? Maybe maybe Stevie Bruce was reinvigorated by the hope that he was not fired on the spot. Yeah. But then, not even 15 minutes later, we were reminded <laughs> that Newcastle are Newcastle. Tangai and Dombele scored a beautiful goal. Just amazing. Forgot he was on the team, but he is back. 
scoring bangers. Harry Kane thought he was offsides and, you know, was was not nervous enough to finish. And then Hyung Ming Song sticks the dagger in the chest. Um, bald, angry man, John Joe Shelby gets a red card and that sparks a slight comeback chance. Eric Dyer nets one for Newcastle. And, uh, you know, it was almost interesting. You know, if, if they had 11 men, maybe they could have got it done this they they collapse in similar fashion in their game last year, so who knows? Yeah, um, it was good to see. Like the crowd was bumping, like it was crazy. It was, the first goal was good for them, but uh, like you said, the Steve Bruce gave him hope. It um, allowed him to, you know, be more confident. And I think I don't think he's getting fired anytime soon. Um. Yeah, I mean, they told him to do his job until further notice. Like, I think he's got till January, and um, if they're not out of the relegation zone, he's gone. Yeah, if if he's like you said, out of if he's like 16th in January, he's gonna get like 80 million yeah. to spend. He's gonna get pocket change think, to spend. Like, I don't think that's good enough. I don't think that's good enough. I it, you know who knows? I I I think they'd be better off just appointing Graham Jones, the you know an assistant as uh, the interim manager for now. He's obviously the one doing all the coaching anyway, so why not just make it official, give him some power, give him a few quid in January, you know? Yeah. That's not the direction I would take them in, though. I just think that's better than Steven Bruce. I mean, it's it's the same thing, like, ever so technically, you know? Like, he's doing the coaching now. It's just he – and he's in the technical box with Steve, so – it's it was so mean. Thing. I I was um I was watching, I was TikToking and I watched Aaron Hunts and he made one about Steve Bruce and how he thinks he drinks his tea. He's <laughs> just saying like it's <laughs> it's half cream, like five sugars, and then he gets like a whole packet of biscuits and he just dunks them in the tea and eats them until he's eaten the whole packet of biscuits. And the tea's gone. <laughs> He's just mad because he doesn't know where his tea is. And, like, that's how I really picture Steve Bruce. He's a nice, innocent old man who just needs to be eating his yeah. biscuits and drinking his tea and not managing a Premier League club, maybe a, a championship club, you know, no no international break, you know, just – now there is international break, but no international fixtures, you know, just clean through, you know, he's a he's a commodity there. I think he it's it's time for Steve Bruce to go. I don't know. I don't like it. If they don't go down like like you said, if they're not in danger of not going down, well I don't I don't think uh I don't think they fire him. Listen, we're gonna play a game. We're gonna play a game. I've I've named it myself. It's called What Would You Do If You Were the Crown Prince of Saudi Arabia? And you could spend the financial fair play limit in a window for Newcastle United. A bit wordy, I know, but we're going to do that. We're going to do that. We're going to pick teams given a budget of $200 million. Where did you find this, this information about the financial fair play limit? Uh, at Spectre Index on Twitter. They are like a news thing. I don't know. It seems reliable. Okay. Yeah. Or oh, I could just it. I believe it. bamboozled. I, I mean, right they have a decent. Get... They have a big fan base. The record is 272 mil by uh, Madrid in the Ronaldo um, summer. So you know, um, 200 mil I think really isn't that bold. 
if if the Saudis really want to go bold in the market, they could, you know, That's probably get away with like 500 mil, something like that. Yeah. But um, it's not like financial fair play actually exists. It doesn't, you know? doesn't exist, no, nor does it make sense if you actually like dive for, for those, you know, <laughs> who are interested. You can dive into what make, goes into financial fair play and how it is ludicrous and doesn't make any sense. But that being said, we might replace Stevie Bruce. Let's start with that. Or are you replacing Steve Bruce? If you I'm are, not if you replacing are, him. you're not. If you I'm are Mohammed bin Salman calling the shots for Newcastle United, you are keeping Steve. This is for like I'm, the next. I'm keep, this is this like is January, right? Like I did this based off of like I'm firing him at the end of the year or parting sure, but, ways. But you still have 200 mil to spend. So I'm yeah. assuming if you want, you're gonna give 200 mil to spend for Steve Bruce. No, I me, I'm spending the money, and he's. But you're still coach. letting Steve Bruce manage he's, these people. Yeah, because like you said, it's his assistant. Why so, would yeah. you do that if you're firing him at the end of the year? I don't know what you mean. You said you were going to fire him at, in the summer. Yeah, that's six months wasted. Then why would you do that? It's not wasted. All right, explain. I'm building a foundation for the next coach to come in. And already have it there. No need for this summer or whatever. Because if you buy these players, you're going to stay up no matter who is coaching. Right? So that's all they need. And they get six months to play together. So the new coach comes in, implements his system. These guys are familiar with one another already. And then he can spend in the summer too. It's a no, it's a no-brainer, like for my end. Well, who is that next coach then? I guess I want to know. Um because I was thinking more for the long term. Okay. Like, who is who is the, the manager of Newcastle for the next few years, at least? I'm uh, popping a check. This is mm. definitely a downgrade for him, but not not crazy. Um, Eric Tang Hog, the Ajax coach, mm-hmm. he's good with youth. He has a system. He loves to play. He plays a good brand. Uh, I think it's, it's good in Newcastle, our club with history, and he'd have to be persuaded. Which is not a problem for me. Yeah, he would have to be persuaded a bit, given that he is is currently, you know, in Champions League. You know, not looking like he'll miss on the Champions League anytime soon. So, um, that being said, I have a few candidates for the managerial job. They're all, I think, more realistic than that, given uh, they're either unemployed or not in the Champions League. So, um, you know. The goal here is to replicate the glory days of Newcastle. The days of Alan Shearer, Kenny Dogleash, no, not Kenny Dogleash, Kevin Keegan, and Sir Bobby Robson. The Geordies know what I'm talking about. We don't have any Geordie listeners, but I'd love for you guys to listen. You guys are a proud people. You remind me of the Philadelphia Eagles fan base, and that's why I want the very best for you. And I have three of the very best who could potentially be your manager. Um, I, I'd like to ask you which one you prefer after I present them. Yeah. First, Swiss old man plays sexy football, turned down a different Premier League job this summer. This is a nicer job than that job would have been. Lucien Favre from, um, you know, formerly managed Dortmund. Scoring goals was not the problem with him, obviously. <laughs> Um, the back line and the keeper was, and, you know, I'm going to address those problems later, but I think he plays like a fun brand of football. 
Um, he's traditionally done a four-two-three-one, but you know, we'll you know, he he can make it work with with one less CDM. Um, he's a bit on the old side, so I guess this is kind of my least favorite one. He just has the pedigree um, from you know being a Champions League manager. He's out of work currently, so and and, and he a Premier League club was interested in him. He turned him down though, so I think it makes sense. I also got uh, Eddie Howe. He's looking for work. I know yeah. you love him. I love I him. I his sabbatical has been long enough. I think he's been out of work long enough. He needs to get his bum ass up out of his unemployment chair and go get a job, <laughs> preferably at Newcastle. He's been in the Premier League. He stayed in the Premier League for a few years. The rise of Bournemouth was immense. And who knows? Maybe he can be part of a, a different rise, just on a bigger scale. You know, he knows how to take a club from one place to a place unthinkable when you started. So, is that Newcastle and lifting the Champions League? Because that's what they're thinking. So that's not even unthinkable. Yeah. And last one. This would be actually, you know, require popping a check. But this club is ran by a gambling analytics guy. They're all about turning a profit. And if the check is large enough, I think that Brentford would let Thomas Frank go. And um, I think this is a decent step up. Um, spoiler alert: buying several of his players in my plan. Um, I really like the bees. Uh, they they've been scouting machines for the last few years, so you know why not trust them? Um, and Thomas Frank is just a little Danish genius. Um, I like the way they play. It's fun yet compact at the same time. Honestly, I think I'd go with Eddie Howe though. Now that I talked myself through all of them, I think Eddie Howe is the cheapest option. Is you know makes the most sense in terms of where you want to go in terms of the next few years because you want to grow as a team while also being competitive and sexy. And Lucian Favre is an old man, so he's out. Yeah, um, I, I definitely take Eddie Howe as well out of those three guys. I am surprised, however, you did not say uh, Mourinho. I'm very. Very no, surprised. No, dude, no, we're playing good football here. We're not. He'd come in a heartbeat. Went, he'd, yeah, he'd come yeah. so fast. Yeah, and if I wanted the winner who was boring, then I'd hire Conti too or, or, or you know, call Zidane or something. But I want sexy football, and I want someone who knows how to grow a young team. That's, you know, Mourinho's done that once upon a time ago. But this, I think this is more of a project, and I want a guy who's, who's, who's about a project as well as playing fun football. So I, I think Eddie and Thomas make a lot of sense. It, it, and Eddie's doesn't have a job, so. Yeah, I, th- I think uh, Tommy would uh, take a lot, a lot. Because I personally don't think he'd leave Brentford unless it's, like, for something major, you know? Like, Newcastle's yeah. big, but you, they're not. Like, even He's if part of Brentford. Go. Yeah, so it's going to need that, like, A-tier, that S-tier job to get him away, plus a check bobby. So yeah. I think Eddie okay. has definitely it. All right. So I like that. Anyhow, um, is there, so let's start this way. Is there anybody that you'd keep in the Newcastle team currently? Oh yeah. Who? Tons. Tons what? of people. In the starting yeah. 11. That's, I, I didn't, I didn't worry about the bench because the bench can um, fuck itself until we get into Europe. Okay. So, um, yeah. Do you, do you want me to list them? Yeah. I, who's yeah. in the 11? I'd keep Mankio. I like him a lot. Okay. I I'd don't dislike him. I'd, I'd keep with cells. I, I, 
I thought I would keep Lascelles, and then I took a look at his in-depth stats, and I was like, no, I I cannot get behind that. And I know you know stats are and everything. You know he does make a lot of clearances. He he's a solid defender, but I looked at some options at the center back market, and uh, the, there are clear upgrades over Lascelles that are not very expensive. So okay. that's that's why I don't have him. But I I don't hate it. I don't hate it. You're not crazy for that. Mm-hmm. Um, keep Willick. Yeah, hundred percent. Yeah. Um, I'd St. Maximin again. Mm-hmm. Another 100%. one. Um, these last two, I I'm only gonna pick one because I was on the fence about both of them. So I'll pick the one that I will. <sighs> No, I won't. No, I won't. That's all I'm keeping. I think I'm going to spend all that money. Yeah, that's all I'm keeping. Right. Fair enough. Um, I'm, I'm also keeping St. Maximin and Joe Willick. Um, the third player I am keeping is set-piece specialist, um, ball progressor from the back, do-it-all midfielder, Matt Ritchie. I think he's underrated. Um, I He's also been featured in Aaron Hunt's videos, so I, I may be kind of biased, but I like Matt Ritchie. He's one of the few players that I think makes shit happen, along with Willick and St. Maximin. You know, I meant Keo scored a, scored a goal. Um, he, he's not bad. He, he's on my FPL team. Uh, LaSalle's also isn't bad. John Joe Shelby isn't bad, but I think Matt Ritchie is ready to play in a good team. He's just on a bad team underrated and he's one of the bright spots so i i'm keeping matt richie i do have money left over to spend for a fullback if need be though okay yeah maybe like maybe that. tony maybe tony robinson but i don't yeah. know matt richie has a set play quality so that's also something he brings i like it so uh where should we start where 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 do we start um start? i i'd like to start at the back um you know Everybody likes starting from the back. Take it away, then. I'm replacing everybody between the sticks with Belgian second keeper. It might take some convincing because he is currently in the Champions League, but it's not like a Champions League mainstay club. Cohen Castiles over from Wolfsburg. Um, Transfer market has him at 14 million euros. So, you know, that's light work. And disclaimer, yes, we know people pay more for this than you know that but you know, fuck it we're doing it this way um he has a positive post shot xg so you know he's conceding less goals than you know expected goals thinks he's going to concede Wolfsburg had the second best defense in germany last year and and his save percentage puts him in the top five in the top 10 percentile in the top 10 percent the top five leagues so underrated keeper in terms of uh his value he has an 86 overall card in, in fifa though so he's he's good Solid. Solid. good yeah i like that i like that um i i chose to stay you know uk chose to stay england with the my pick it's a guy who has premier league experience it is a guy who has a lot of growth and is a guy who is hungry starving even for a place where he can cement himself as the number one of the future that is dean henderson david de Gea's backup uh he's no secret he wants to start every game and i think newcastle would be a perfect place for him 
They're a growing club. They're going to get better. And we saw what he was able to do at Sheffield, which, and he saw how bad it was when he left, not saying he is the reason for that, but he's definitely part of it. He kept that club in a lot of games. He also wears a hat when it's sunny. So a lot of pluses there. He's a great long shot saver. His handling is great. He's not afraid to come out on corners. He's not afraid to punch the ball, which I think is huge in the Premier League with a lot of teams that rely on the set pieces uh, to get their goals. Like Southampton's one that comes to mind right away, and that's kind of their competition. With him being strong, willing, and confident, I think that would help a lot. And he's very good with the ball at his feet. He can pass. We saw him create a bunch of goals for United last year just by kicking the ball on punts or off goal kick. So I would go for him. And plus it keeps the English quota, uh, you know, there not having to waste any non-EU spots. Yeah, honestly, I, I like that a lot. Um, definitely better with the ball at his feet. Honestly, you know, I, I kind of like that better than Castile's. How, how much did he, did he cost? He cost Newcastle 24.2 million. Yeah, got I have money for that, so I think I'd do that instead of Castillo's now. Now that you say it, um, you know, talented, commands the back line very well for a youngin. So and, and amazing with the ball at his feet. So I, I love all that. Um, all right. So back back line though, you're keeping Lascelles and Mankio. Um, yeah. What formation are you doing? Are you keeping the five, the Steve Bruce five at the back? Oh no. Or four no. three three. Or Steve Bruce is mixing it up. Okay. Uh, he's going to a four three three. Okay, he's gonna me too. Be, he's going to play progressive. Me too. All right. So that being said, I have Matt Ritchie, and um, I am I'm going to do both my center backs once. I'm doing both them for thirty million quid each. Uh, Norwegian youngin Christopher Ayer from from Brentford, sixteen mil. Um, young, talented, excellent passer and dribbler from the back. Um, and he, you know, he joins the attack and attacking runs with Brentford. So, you know, if if Thomas Frank were to theoretically take this job, he would be doing a lot of the same. You know, Christian Romero likes to get up. Ben White gets up in the attack. Harry Maguire does it to his own detriment as well. Um, but yeah, it's it's you know, he's a he's a modern days center back, young, talented, and if Norway make the World Cup, he's gonna be a big reason why. Um, next to him, this is a real rumor. Uh, let's just make it happen. James Tarkovsky, you said to me this would be the most you know underwhelming signing if uh, Newcastle signing if this happened. I I I staunchly disagree. Once he rockets this club into the Champions League, he will get an income call because he is that good. He is one of, if not the best center back in the air in the world. Four point seven nine aerials one per game. That puts him in the ninety eighth percentile. For those of you who aren't very math vernacular, I'm not very good at English, as you can see. I just made that up. Vernacular is um, a word. It is, but I didn't use it right. No. He's one of the best in the world in the air. <laughs> Long story short. This is what I tell you. And he's a big, he's a big, ugly fuck, and he's a veteran, and he's gonna be next to Ayer, who's gonna progress the ball. You know, Richie's a vet as well. So yeah. Two vets in my back line. I like that. I like that. Um like you said, I do think that uh, the signing of what's his face, Jesus, Joe Willock. No, you just you just said it. I am being an idiot. Tarkovsky. Tarkovsky. Yeah, jeez, he's being a immense signing. 
immense, but he'd be so ugly for the first signing of Newcastle. Um, so, yeah, that's uh, that's kind of where I'd stand on that. He'd be good, though. I do like those two signings from you. I think that definitely shares up a very big uh, weak spot on this back line. And, uh, yeah, I think they'd be a much better team for it. I like that. Um, I'm going to go left back. We're keeping Mankio. Lascelles. Then my first center back, he plays over in Germany for a team that did just get shithoused, although he came into the game at halftime and they won the second half. Edmund Topsoba, the Bayer Leverkusen defender born in Burkina Faso. Um, I was able to get him for a cool $44 million. <clears throat> the 22-year-old, I picked him because he's quick. He's tall, he's aggressive, he's fearless. He's a young center back that uh, has all the tools to become a great, good veteran center back. Like, center back is very hard to adjust uh, going into the Premier League. I think one of the harder positions in the Premier League to adjust to coming from another league. But I think he has the ability, and he's so young, so strong, um, and he's just he just screams baller. You know, he's a great passer of the ball. He's in the 99th percentile for passes attempted, 87th for passes completed, and 93rd for progressive passes among center backs in the world. So that's amazing to see he's willing to take it up. Um, And also with the carries as he's in the 90th percentile for that. So that's a lot of good stuff from him. And like I said, he's young, 21 years old. He's going to be a mainstay back here with your young keeper next to LaSalle's Monquillo. And their new right back coming over from the relegated, not well, the soon to be relegated Norwich City, Max Aarons. Me too. Max Aarons. I, I like him a lot. He's quick, he's feisty, he's a good player. Uh, a lot of big clubs are looking at him, you know, they're trying to get him in. And I think, you know, if he's given the chance between, for example, just like United being a backup or starting at Newcastle, he's going to pick Newcastle. And I think it's a perfect step up for him uh, because this team isn't going to be top four right away. They're going to be, they're going to grow into it. They're going to learn. They're going to have to mature. And I think if he was a part of that growth, he'd be better off for it. He's a good dribbler. He doesn't commit many fouls. Uh, He draws a good bit of fouls for his position. So that's good. And it's another attacking threat that, uh, is addressed in this side, which I did a lot of, I think, I think I went way too offensive, but I think he's helped. He's also not bad at going back and hold his own. And again, young, big five ten fullback. So um, I like it. I like it a lot. I think he'll slot in well, and it gives you a pacey back line in front of Dean Henderson for my Newcastle side. Love it. Yeah. I got, um, I got Max Aaron's in my team as well. Um, I just, I, I, although I do, I do love your center back signing young town. I just don't have the budget. Unfortunately, I don't have, I just do not have the budget available to make that happen. Um, I also didn't spend much budget on my, on my CDM. Um, John Joe Shelby, who knows he might compete for this position, but I am bringing in Danish dastardly defender, Christian Norgard. Um, the number six who wears number six okay. for Brentford. He is also valued at 6 million euros and he makes just under six tackles and interceptions per 90. Um, 
It's a lot Weird. of sixes. Yes, a lot of sixes. But his journeyman vet anchored the Brentford side. Um, decent step up, if not, you know, a bit, bit vertical. But, you know, they, honestly, they just need to pop a check for him, and they would. <laughs> and, you know, the profit, good player. So works out well for both sides, and um, I, I like him a lot. And also for a six, um, he he scores a good bit of goals as well. So it's always good to have you know someone with a long shot yeah. just in case. Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, I like that. I like it a lot. Um, a real a real six, uh, kind of adverse to what I have in there. So uh, definitely something to think about. How you know actually getting a defender in there to play a defensive position. I went the other route. I chose to – it was between him and Hayden. I love Isaac Hayden. I think he's good. Um, but I decided he wasn't, he wasn't going to fit in this Steve Bruce-led side. Mm. Uh, uh, I chose Donnie Vandebeek uh-huh. to play six. He said he can play it. Uh, I'm going to believe him. I'm going to trust him. It's only $27.5 million, so it's dropping the bucket for me. Um, and yeah, just, he's a good player. He doesn't get a lot of chances at United. So I think he'd jump at a chance to sign for another big historic team like Newcastle in the Premier League. He'd play every game, partnering him with good midfielders, uh, that you will hear about soon. And that love to play how Donnie loves to play that quick one touch pass and move pass and move. Um, and I think he's going to be good going back to get them from his center backs. And he's also going to be strong enough to sit back and kind of defend when he needs to defend. He's mobile and, you know, he does get stuck in. And like you said, that you pointed out with a Norgard Van de Beek has goals in his game. He has assists in his game. So if he's able to stay deep, create from deep and link play, I think that's 90% of the job that he has and he's fast enough and he has a fast back line that can cover for some of his uh, defend defensive issues. But positionally, I think he's smart enough to do it. Yeah. I, I mean, Allegedly, he can play six. You know, Ollie yeah. still hasn't put in a practice, and it, he did say he can he can play six with the stipulation that he's being DP'd. So, I mean, if, if those are, if that's the case, then um, you know, maybe we can work something out. Um, then again, I feel better with him as an eight. Um, that that would be I wouldn't mind putting him as my other eight now that I hear it. But my my eight, Abjo Willock, obviously, because right. we want him to stay. Um, I put for 43 million, the biggest spend in my squad, that guy in Dombele. Um, he hasn't been given a fair okay. shot at Spurs, nor has he been paired with a manager who's ready to develop the immense talent that he is. Um, Jose has lost his marbles. Um, Nuno, I, he, he did bad a bad job at Wolves his last season and somehow got a, a promotion club wise. I, I still don't get the appointment. Yeah, but like, why would you fire Jose if you're just gonna bring in like the the the, the hipster Jose? Like, it, it doesn't make any sense. But I, I think Ndombele is a, like still a great player. We saw it this weekend. He's he's got bangers in him. He's he's got skill that not many possess. He's got passes that not many can do. And he just needs to be unlocked by a manager that is going to do it. And I, you know, I think Cow or Frank is is definitely going to, you know, give him the keys, let him cook, and he'll be great. I like that. I do. Um, how much was he again? Forty three million quids. 
Is that okay. the same as how how do how do quid translate into euros? What, what's the exchange rate Qu- on that? Quid is uh, a pound quid? sterling. Quid is it is a pound sterling? Yes. Yeah, it's so not whatever. interchangeable between other currencies. You can't. I can't. No. Call no dollars the Br- quids. No, the British is are like the U.S. Uh, you oh. can't beat us. Join us. We have our own currencies. Oh. So yeah. Okay. Um, Fair enough. Yeah, they they like Fair. to make it difficult for the EU, which they're no longer in, right? So I guess Losers. more power. Yeah, to they them. left. They left. Sweet. Brexit right. FCS. <laughs> Yeah, like you, I'm also keeping Joe Willick. Um, and you, you brought up a comment about playing Donnie in a pivot. And I don't know if Willick, I like Willick going forward. I don't know if he's willing to play the 10 uh, and he can do it. We may have to replace him in the summer. But for this oh, no. and just position's sake, what do you mean, oh, no? What do you mean, oh, Just no? continue. Who you no, no, who, no, 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 who? No, 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 Hey, I don't think you think of Mike. Uh, okay. Well, okay. So we're putting Willick at 10. We're putting him at 10 for now. Donnie Vandebeek is in a pivot. You, like, you don't know. With Ricky Puig. Oh, okay. You I think you were going to say Fred. Oh, <laughs> God. I, I, would Fred. Never, I would never sell Fred. Like, and, ugh, I'd rather buy United than sell Fred. Um, oh, my God. But... <laughs> No, but Ricky Puig, um, him and Donnie, like I said earlier, someone that they connect, play a wall ball with each other, bounce it off them and move it forward. Um, Puig does get stuck in. He likes to get stuck in. He's not the best, uh, how you say, defender, but Mm. he's willing to go do it. He doesn't get dribbled past a whole lot when he plays, which when he plays is a huge thing, 75 minutes in this season. So really not... And he loves to press. He is super energetic, super fast, super quick. Um, and he likes to get forward to do that stuff. What I'm having him in this team for, like I said, the passing is Donnie. He's a great holder of the ball. He's incredible possession-wise. All of his possession stats um, are 93 and up percentile. All but two are 99 percentile. He is an insane uh, with the ball at his feet. Maybe not the most skillful, but... He does the job. Um, and also his passing, like I said, it's crazy. He's a very good progressive passer. He's a safe passer while taking risk. Um, and he just he wants the ball. So a player like that, even if they're not getting too involved in the game, he's going to make himself involved when it's stagnant and get the ball moving again and recycle. And him and Donnie next to each other, they're both energetic, and they both like to play that way. The ball is just going to be going around and around. So um, I think it'd be good for this offense. And I like him a lot. He's going to leave Barcelona if he gets a chance of real minutes. So uh, yeah, let him, let him escape that jail. Yeah. I like, I like Ricky, Ricky Pooch a lot. Um, I just don't think that a wee lad is ready for serious minutes in the premier league. He, he's talented though. You know, might be a squad player. I, I don't know. I don't know if he's ready to be, get thrown into the physicality of, of the premier league at what he's just 17. Uh, he is 22. What? Yeah. I thought he was a lad. He was a lad. And then he, he just looks like years. a lad. Yes. He's five. He's six. still not ready. He's still not. He, no, he's, he's, he's ready. He's tiny. No, I don't like he's it. Ready. I don't like it. He's not ready. This is he <clears throat> this team. Perfectly. Yeah. I, I do. I do see your, your issues in the mid. It seems that you have the hardworking, creative Joe Willock, the, Creative Donnie Vanderbeek, 
and the creative Ricky Pooch. You have a lot of creative, mm-hmm. not a lot of industriousness in there. And um, you can tell know. I'm a United fan. Yeah, Swiss cheese, Swiss cheese on those <laughs> breaks. And St. Maximin, who we're both keeping, will be able to exploit that. But um, on the other wing, I have another man who's going to exploit that. Uh, much like Max Aarons, he stayed at his relegated club for an extra year for some reason. And after this year, when his club get relegated again, maybe, most likely, first week and the new guy wasn't good, is Mali Asar for 26 million quid, young talent, uh, pace demon, FIFA god. If you've ever, you know, had one of his informed bottom in, old, in a career mode, you know, you know this guy is ridiculous. He's an excellent dribbler, you know. Like I said, but I'll say it again, fast as hell. Um, pretty decent finisher for, for his age, only 23. But um, if he gets that final ball, like if he really develops it to where it's consistent and you know you can trust him in most one-on-ones, you can trust him to pick his head up and do a good pass. He's the new Mane, and he's um, he's an he's immense talent. And I think for, for Newcastle, it's, it's a no-brainer. And for any club, he's going to be great. Yeah, no, he, he's he's a great he's a great player. He's going to be a great player. Um, the new Mane, though. Yeah, if he can score, he's got everything he's got. It may be better. He's got all the tools, and he's so young too. Mane was yeah, older he when young. he hit his prime, and he's he's already killing it. I like that. How and how much uh, was he costing you? Only twenty six million transfer market. What are y'all doing? What are you yeah. doing? Yeah. I, Most of these players would go for like 50 mil each, but yeah, yeah, we'd be spending way too much money. But um <laughs> my my player was more expensive than that. And we got oh. him uh at 33 million. Oh. We're gonna need to uh, pop a check as he is currently playing Champions League football. Mm. I am uh, familiar with him as when he came to Old Trafford, he destroyed us. He played incredibly well. The 18 years old, so young, so just direct, willing, you know. Uh, Jeremy Pino, the Villarreal winger. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it gets better. It gets better. The Spanish-born player, he is fun, like I said. But the big thing that stands out to me is he doesn't shoot the ball a lot. That's not, not his game, but when he does – He's in the 94th percentile in the world for all wingers and attackers in goals to shot ratio. That's solid. I like I like that. I can't argue with that. I mean, give it's, me SAR personally, you know, <laughs> Premier League experience uh is is, you know, it's big. the raw it's, physical skills, but I you know, he, Villarreal have been solid, you know, and as a United fan, I can see how uh you, you have so much respect for him. Yeah, he's he's good. Um, and another thing, like if he continues that rate, which I'm sure he won't, um, he's going to be good. And in only 470 minutes played, he has a goal and three assists in La Liga. Uh, has an XG of 1.5, so you know it could be better. But his Champions League numbers, he's only played 140 minutes, no stats, and he has great XG and XA numbers too. So he's getting into the spots. He's creating mm. the chances. It's just he's going to need better players around him. He's going to need players he can grow with, and he's going to need to take chances. And I think playing across from someone like Maximin and learning from someone like him who like, is the definition of giving no shits. He just does what he wants, really. 
um, him learning that and just, just, yeah, I think he's, he has all the talent in the world and he's done a lot of things. I mean, played in a European final at 17. So, yeah. So, hey, impressive. I, you know, I like it again, though, like he's, I feel like, you know, more of a, more of a project. Maybe, I don't know if he's ready to, we're not looking we're not looking to get top four this season no we're i not. think my team could get top four this season <laughs> i i think i'm that confident and be and the main man the main man up top the heir to alan Shearer's throne the creme de la creme de my goddamn team the nine who is going to lead us to a champions league level finish yvonne tooney Oh wow! Record-breaking striker, coming full circle, much like Romelu Lukaku, he's coming home to right the wrongs of his past, and he's going to be a better man for it. He broke the league one and championship single-season records for goals scored. Um, he's been doing great. A couple master classes already in the Premier League. He drops deep, comes to defend, puts in the back of the net. He's got five-star weak foot, five-star back heels. Um, his first touch is ridiculous and it, I really just love the narrative of it more than anything for 30 mil, by the way, um, rather expensive player, but worth it. Um, he didn't do so good at Newcastle. They let him go first time around. He's going to come back. He's going to show the Jordy faithful who know him already. Hey, I'm ready to do this thing. I'm ready to be the man. And he's going to be the man. He's going to go be the man. If this happened. I like it. I do. Um, and how much does that set you back? 30 million quid. 30 million. All right. Yeah. All right. Um, okay. I like that. I like that. I definitely think he'd fit in with your team. I think he'd fit in with many, either team, to be honest. He can really do everything. Well. That's what, yeah. like he, if you want him to be like a running behind on the edge of the, on the defender's hip, like he'll do that. If you're going to be hold up, man, he's hold up, man. You can play 10. He'll play a 10 for you. He can do stuff on the wings. Like, Oh, you can say that about Embrembo too, but it, Tony is just next level versatile. He's really like a complete striker. Yeah, I like that. So, um, that was your last signing, right? Yes, that is my last signing. One hundred eighty mil spent. Even wow. Okay, you're well. Actually, no. Dino, Dino sets me back another ten. I'm gonna take him. I can steal okay. that idea. So one ninety. Okay, cool. I wish I could. Uh, I wish I could take um Ivan, but I cannot. Unfortunately, um, my striker signing worth two point seven five million. I know, hey, you have so many projects in this team. Well, guess what? This guy's not a project. He's the real deal. He's oh, eighteen years old. I know who it is. He, uh, he is currently, yeah. Now, yeah, get on the train. Get on the train. Uh, two point seven five million. The future of American soccer at number nine. <sighs> Ricard goal, Pepe. I love it. It's amazing. It's, uh, it's I mean, it's it, yeah. He's young. He's another 18. project, though. Yeah, like, I, right, oh, another, this, another yeah. project. This is yeah. I really, I like. I'm gonna, I'm gonna post these, and we're gonna put it to a vote. I think I'm gonna blow you out again. I mean, I, yeah, I like your like team, current, though. It's like not current, a bad but team. come back to this team in five years when like 
Ernesto. I like that. Oh, no, we're fine. I'm sorry, Stevie. Ernesto Valverde, come in this team. He's coaching this team. He's coaching. I did look at him. Or Luis. He has the pedigree. He has the, both of them have the experience, you know, coach champion league, unemployed. So I I like both those hires better than keeping Steve Bruce. I just don't see that still. There's no reason, even now, there's no reason to have Steve Bruce in the building. I mean, you don't because you don't want to like just shoo him off. He's a servant of the club. You got to treat him with some no, level. No, you don't. Respect. You know what's controversial, somewhat among Newcastle fans? Saudi Arabia owning their club. They no, don't own the be? club. It's owned by a company who happens to have yes, someone on yes, the chairman yes, yes. who is you, a royal in Saudi Arabia. You and the Premier League officials have written assurances that that is not the case. I'm sure. Um, but you know what it's, would would what would be met with 100 percent approval rating? Brian Steve Bruce. There's not a new there is not a Newcastle fan out there that wants him still there. There are pundits, there are his friends in the media, and there are his brothers among managers that, that think he's not even given a fair shake. There's not a Jordy out there who do, who would not say, you know what? Get yeah, get Steve oh, no. Bruce well, the fuck out of there right now. No, yeah, but I just think he deserves more than just like a kick to the curb. Like maybe, maybe I'm being extreme by giving him the rest of the season. But he, like he's he manages thousandth game. I thought that was like the bare minimum. Give him a nice severance package, and you know. But he was a servant of the club. Like you know where he's respect, at. Respect, You know when Phil Jones 19th, leaves United. 19th. When Phil Jones leaves United, he's gonna get respected as any servant, good servant of a club should. And I, that's how I'll run my team. You do good for me. You serve. I will serve you. We're like all these Saudi Arabia rumors, how we treat people unfairly. I'm going to put them to bed. We've heard the stories about him comparing work rates to the best clubs in the Premier League. Like people, you know, have reported on him canceling training and the the players say, fuck it. We'll do it ourselves. Like this man does not deserve your kindness. He doesn't. He, he, I mean, like, he's a nice old man, I'm sure, but he's past his prime, and he shouldn't be managing a football club. He doesn't. Maybe, have, maybe. He's, he's not. He's not. He's not built for it anymore. Maybe. No. I don't know. I okay. You know what? Yeah. May, I'm gonna get rid of him amicably. We're gonna give him a nice severance package. We're gonna put him up. We're gonna parade him. Little walk, a tunnel walk, all the whole nine yards. But uh, I'm gonna bring in Ernesto Valverde to like mold that. this team into the English Barcelona. People like are gonna be that. like, "Who's who's Man City?" More like Newcastle. Man, who? Yeah, yeah. exactly. No. Um, well, okay. I like that. We're going to put this to a vote. See who's better. I know it's mine. When will when will Newcastle make the Champions League for the first time back since the you know, new owners? And when will they win their first Premier League? Because I don't think it's an if. I think with Man City showed us if this project is well executed, then they will have success. That's I how think, things go. I think it'll be the Champions League, the 23-24 season. I think they get into it there. They'll probably make Europe before that. Um, but we'll win the league. Huh. I'll say 25-26, the 25-26 season. Five-year plan? Yeah. Um, I think it may take a little longer than that, to be honest. Um, I, you know, that's around the Man City time frame, and you know, I think they showed, and Chelsea showed that you know, with money will come the success. But there's two other giants in terms of 
Petro slash communist giants. And then, you know, Wolves are owned by some Chinese billionaire. Leicester's owners are very wealthy. Man United is Man United. Um, Arsenal seem to be the broke boys of a lot, but it's uh, it's a deeper pool. But Don't forget about them. They're broke. Yeah, they're broke as hell. But um, who knows, though? Newcastle could just blow everybody out of the water because that they are that much richer than everybody else. Yeah. So, you know. What do you think? Yeah, a little longer than that. Like eight, no, no nine, date. You just gonna ten, make me give dates? Long, ten. ten all right, fine. Um, <laughs> three to four years for the Champions League. Again, not a date, but continue. The twenty twenty four season for the Champions League. Okay. Twenty thirty two for the Premier League. Wow. 12 year plan and take a decade. It's going to take a decade. Plus they're going to go through a, they're going to go through one manager and then have another that's going to have to reproject them into a bigger project, maybe even a third. Well, if they follow mine, they'll follow my plan. They hire the manager or is this cheating? If I say they bring in another interim manager for like two years and just hire Pep. Well, I mean, yeah, I mean, that's the thing, though. Like, that's I, that's why I went for, like, Howe or Frank, because, like, eventually, if they're, you know, at that level, then they will attract the best managers in the world. So, yeah, you know, Pep, Pep could be the next step. I agree. That makes sense as well. Takes a All sabbatical, right. comes and does it again. <laughs> All right. It was so hard for me. I only had $25 billion to spend. $25 billion. All right. Um, more than you believe. Um, more than I believe, the Eagles are ass at football. The Giants are also right. ass at football. The just NBA hurt. starts again soon. Giannis MVP. Giannis. Yo, no, yeah, no. It's foregone conclusion. Giannis is the best basketball player. Giannis is the best basketball player in the entire world. He will go down as the best person to ever pick up a basketball. And on that note, that's Michael. I'm Walker. We call it soccer. Follow us everywhere. WSAS podcast. Owen oh, inserts beautiful music. Yeah. up. We in the club all the time, it's a problem, pop off.